At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. It's Wednesday night, it's 105.9 The Radiator, and that means it's time for Rocket Shop. We've got another great set of guests in here tonight. We've got Ian Steinberg joining us, and we've got uh, Diane and Winfield from Clever Girls coming on later, and it's going to be a fine show. Uh, Ian, welcome, welcome. I mean, this is a familiar place for you, but welcome back. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be on. It's good to be on the other side of the board. Yeah, absolutely. Ian, for those of you who don't know, oftentimes does our engineering here, but little known to many is an incredible acoustic artist and we are so pleased to have him in here performing some of his original songs today oh you're too kind oh ian oh my gosh i saw you play at sidebar and i thought it was incredible I, i'm so glad i went and how long did you play that night uh two hours <laughs> yeah it was a long set one man <laughs> one man time. and a guitar for two hours man and you killed it that was great i'm well, glad that i made it out for that one thank you and uh if you see him coming in the air make sure you uh hit up a ian steinberg show whenever you can uh, why don't we just start it off with a taste of the music and uh, get right to it. All right. Uh, this song is uh, off of an upcoming album I'm working on. It's called uh, Honey, Won't You Come Back Home. It's a little bit more poppy than most of my stuff, which is why I wanted to start off with it. I'll just get into it. Honey, won't you come back home? I've been really missing you. Honey, won't you come back home? Every day is colder without you here with me. I don't know how long it's been But I've been cooking for two And the meals are going bad in the fridge And I know I should have stopped long ago But to acknowledge I was sent me down a path I just don't want to go Whispers on the wind Tell me You'll be close again So honey, won't you come back home I've been really missing you Honey, won't you come back home Every day is colder without you here with me I wish I could forget that note Empty drawers in the cool wind blowing through that swinging door And I guess it comes as no surprise I just wish I had acted when I still had time Sweet whispers in my head Remind me of when we shared a bed So honey, won't you come back home? I've been really missing you Honey, won't you come back home? Every day is colder without you here with me I've been really 
missing you Honey, won't you come back home Every day is colder without you, you and me Every day is colder Tune, man. I, I, as a, as an acoustic guitarist myself, I'm, I'm jealous of your, your lick skills, man. Ah, thank you. Because I can you. get the chords and I can, I can practice the patterns and I can do the finger style playing, but you got the riffs in between there, man. And hey, man, it all, it'll all come with time. You know, <laughs> just keep working at it. Hey, that's a beautiful guitar you got there. Can you give me a quick story on that? What you got in your hands? Yeah. So this is an Alvarez. It's um, what is it? The PD One Thousand S Natural. Um. It's, uh, I found it, I, I went to school in Ithaca, um, and I went to the Ithaca guitar shop, and I was looking around, I was trying out some Martins, trying out some Taylors, you know, typical acoustic guitar kind of thing. Um, they were all like 1200 bucks and were really bright and just like too much for me, but then I saw this one, which is like real shiny, you know, it has a lot going on. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but I uh, <laughs> sat down, picked it up, sounded great, and I was like, all right. And it was only like 750 bucks, so. Nice. Um, I wasn't complaining, you know. Yeah. Well, it's a great guitar, and you're certainly getting some great tones out of it. That's uh, that's for darn certain. Um, do you play the electric guitar, or are you a primarily acoustic artist? Um, mostly an acoustic artist. I do play electric guitar. Um, I have a, you know, Fender Strat back at home as well, and a nice uh, Fender amp. Um, but, yeah, typically I do all my songwriting and playing on the acoustic. That's just what I feel most comfortable with, you know doing all the folk stuff it really suits it anyway nice so. and every time i've seen you play it's been a uh, solo but i understand you've been involved with a group or two and uh could you give us a little uh band bio or maybe perhaps any any uh anybody who's joined you on stage any special uh guests that you brought up uh yeah well when i was playing back in california i had this guy um matthew travers playing with me he was on this like sweet little acoustic bass and he would do uh harmonies with me but now that I'm here, he's still back in Oakland, so I've been um, kind of just hanging out, doing my own thing for a little while, but uh, I started playing with my friend Dane, uh, Dane Duffy. We just did the open mic over at Sidebar, actually, and uh, he'll be joining me on stage from now on, it seems like. So. Oh, no way. Is that Dane with the... I mean, I know this is between you and me, but is that Dane with the glasses and the hat? He's always... Is that the yeah, Dane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that Dane. Wow, what a... What a Random surprise. It seems the more... Oh, wait, no glasses. Sorry. Oh, okay. Wrong Dane, wrong Dane. Um, wrong Dane. <laughs> you never maybe. know because uh, because it seems that once I get into the music community here, everyone is kind of like tied together. And I meet uh, our fellow Big Heavy World intern, uh, Brittany, and she knows uh, half the bands that are coming in. And, yeah, and yeah, once yeah. I get to know one band really well, they know all the other bands they're going to play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's it been like as someone who has uh, certainly been all over the place, Ithaca, California. What is it like in Burlington uh, compared to those places? Is there anything that jumps out about the music scene to you? Yeah, yeah. I think the music scene here, well, you know, it's hard because Burlington is such a different, you know, population-wise compared to, you know, the Bay Area, California. Right. Um, but the one thing that I've been drawn to most about the Burlington music scene is that it's just so cohesive and people are always, like, helping each other out. They're promoting each other's shows. Um like, uh, you know, you meet someone and it's like, hey, let's just jam for a little while, you know, you like maybe form a band for like a couple months and then go on their separate ways, you know, just doing everyone's doing their own thing, which is really great, but also really supportive and loving, which is awesome, especially because I'm pretty new. Um, and compared to the Bay Area, especially that was like um, that, that was a dog eat dog world. You know, it's a big city, yeah. a lot of competition going on. Um, 
it, it's big for like hip hop and indie underground um, punk and that kind of stuff. So there wasn't really a folk scene there. And in Burlington, there's a great folk scene. Lots of singer songwriters. Um, really really talented people all over yeah. the place which is awesome new england loves its folk music that's for sure yeah and i can't um, imagine i've come from a very small town in pennsylvania and coming here i'm like man this is a doggy dog like music world <laughs> like, <laughs> because i'm used to a place where uh you know here it's like hey there's a show happening at this place and people are like so like i went to three shows yesterday and <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? i've been to that i went to that place last week and but at my in my home it's more like oh my gosh there's live music like we obviously are going we have to go <laughs> yeah and i can't imagine what it'd be like in an even larger place with uh you know like it's massive yeah and yeah there's a lot of stuff going on in in the cities um there's just like so many venues the nice thing about burlington is like for the size it's having it has so much music radio bean and lamp shop has stuff every single night which is incredible multiple people playing all throughout the day um, Arts Riot, Higher Ground has a lot of stuff going on, not to mention all the like DIY house venues that are, you know, popping up all over the place. It's just, it's just always you can find something. Is that something that has existed in all the places you've been, an underground scene? Or is that, in some places, the music is so common that it is only in, in the, you know, in the bars and stuff like that and in the performance? I think every venues. place that I've been has had an underground scene just because there's always, you know, there's always a band that like has a following or doesn't and wants to just play a show, be around friends, be in a basement, maybe drink a beer, you know, whatever. And um, uh, it, it, it's easier if you can just go to your friend's basement. You know, there's always that kind of culture. And also it's like a lot of, a lot of you know, out and about concerts, it's like how many tickets can you sell? How many, how many people can you bring in to drink our alcohol? It, instead, when you're in a DIY environment, it's like, hey, let's get some bands together and hear some awesome music. It's not really about, like, getting as big as possible and selling all this stuff. And, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a really good, like, family-oriented kind of, like, well, I don't know about family-oriented. <laughs> That's the right <laughs> phrase, but, like, you know, community-oriented vibe, which is great. Nice. Well, uh, I'd love to hear another song from you, and then I'd like to chat a little more about what it's like uh, as someone who is experienced so many places I've, I've only been to a few and i, I would love to w soak in some of your knowledge and share it over the airwaves so yeah uh, next up whatever what would you like to share with us next um so up next i got another song uh coming up from my album that i'm working on it's called here nor there it's kind of um it was the chords were definitely influenced by like angel from montgomery it's a little more fast-paced and a little more um existential dready <laughs> you know? right. i don't know just based on the lyrics but um right, that's what my friend isaac described it as but anyway nice well we, we're here on 105.9 we got ian steinberg in the studio performing a new song off of his upcoming album guidance take it away when you're ready all right this is here nor there it's been a warm winter considering the years my bones pin like splinters it's all i can hear Tired of nostalgia, tired of future fears, tired of remembering, won't ever be clear. Why, why can I ever be here, nor there, nor anywhere? Oh, let's talk about the weather. Laugh with those good tears Forget about the warm, poor state of our earth Over a nice, cold beer 
That's if I'm out of bed But it's so warm in here Huddled in my underwear Knowing night draws near Why, why Can't I ever be here Nor there, nor anywhere But in my skull, in my thoughts In my curdled sense of self-perception why, oh, why can't I ever be here? Tired of nostalgia, tired of future fears, tired of remembering, won't ever be clear. Why, why can't I ever be here? Nor there, nor anywhere. But in my skull, in my thoughts, in my curdled sense of self-perception oh, Why, oh, why can't I ever be here? Here, nor there, nor anywhere Here, nor there, nor Another great track from Ian. That's off his uh, next uh, album coming out, Guidance. Any idea when that'll be out? No one wants to rush you, but we're oh, all yeah. eager. I'm still, I'm still recording. I had to redo a couple tracks, so I'm hoping by the end of the year it'll be done. I'm working really hard on it, like almost every day. It's, it's tough, but um, yeah, and I'm, I'm doing all the production myself. Um, so once I get it recorded and mixed, get some more people on it, do a couple more things, be ready to send it off to mastering do a little bit of marketing, a little labeling, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and yeah, hopefully by the end of the year. Awesome. That's what I'm praying for, you know, <laughs> nice. working towards that goal. Awesome. Well, I know you're something of a, you mentioned you, that you uh, produce your own, uh, your own tunes. So I was wondering, uh, what's it been like in the past uh, recording with, uh, with a full band situation versus mm -hmm. all by yourself? Because I know there have been times when you were in uh, groups, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think when, with the groups, it's, it's tough because I was also, you know, it's not like I hired an engineer to do that. I was also doing the engineering and stuff for that. And it's a really hard balance to strike, um, especially because I was younger then and less experienced with the band. It was, um, it was tough to uh, kind of wear both hats at once. You know, being an engineer, you're thinking, how can I get the best tones? How can I get the artist to make the best takes? And then as the artist, you're thinking, how can I perform the best that I can? How can I um, do it as quickly as possible? And so you're kind of self-pressuring yourself uh, or self-pressuring and just like your head's kind of going in two different directions. So it's hard to focus on the song, but um, with the band, with the band in particular. I mean, that's true in any recording situation when it's just me. Okay. But with the band, it, there's also the added pressure of like two other musicians whose time you're taking and who are, who are helping you out and who are your friends. But like, you really gotta be 100% on point for that kind of stuff. And it's a lot of pressure, but it feels so good. You know, it feels really good to, to take something from concept to, to recording, to mixing, to uh, the CD in your hand, you know, that, I, I would, I wouldn't trade the world for that, you know. Awesome, and I I would like to touch on something else that jumped out about your lyrics is that uh, none of your lyrics are throwaway lyrics. It seems like you have refined them. Each song <laughs> has each song has specific like meaning and direct uh, 
I don't know, just very accessible like emotions for most people, especially with that last track, that like existentialism, like why can't I like just be like, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, not in the yeah. right spot, you're kind of in the wrong place, you feel like you're not in that spot that is right. Mm-hmm. And I wonder uh, what it's like writing lyrics for you as as someone who cares about the lyrics. I know we're we're both fans of other bands that don't you know what i mean They're, the lyrics are just there yeah and they yeah. even admit like radiohead an interview they'll just be like <laughs> we don't even remember the words on stage and nobody cares like it's tom york is it is not crazy that, but it is absolutely not that way with you and i wonder what it's like to i mean you must develop something of a serious connection with these lyrics after practicing and practicing them to the level that you have yeah and i wonder is is songwriting something that is happens and then is done or is it something that keeps on going and you find that you keep on revising or mm. is it is it easy to set it in stone and finish it yeah it's, it's that's that's a lot to unpack there but i think i think most of the time when i like sit down to write a song i have no concept of what there's only a couple of times i've written songs with concepts beforehand and so you know i'll noodle on the guitar like or like you know just doing and then i'll like Like, you know, just trying to find lyrics or like a melody and then, you know, I'll just do that over and over again and then I'll say something random. That's how a lot of my songs start is I'll think of some phrase, I'll sing some phrase and be like, oh, that sounds like a lyric. <laughs> so it, a lot of a lot of songs come out initially is like or they start initially from this place that's like totally not pre-thought and like not I don't worry about it too much. And then I'll see the lyric and like get a verse structure and then go with that. And then as I go on, the kind of like idea um, really crystallizes. And I think that's kind of the moment where I decide what the song's about. And I think, I think there's two separate like songs that I write. There's songs that are based on an emotion. Like the one I just sang is kind of about existentialism and like not being able to be in the present and that kind of thing. And then the, uh, the other kind of song I write is like a story, you know, just like a story about something I make up, um, like the song um, I'll play at the end is about like a, a war veteran um, who, who like encounters a bunch of bad, bad luck, the song's called Bad Luck, and then ends up on the streets homeless. Um, but, or like that's what I intended it, however you interpret it is more important Got than it. however I conceptualize it. But um, so they, yeah, they usually ends up in one of those two camps is just like a story or like something that I've like, I have this emotion that I read, that I glean from the random phrase that I make and kind of go from there. Oh, yeah. Nice. I like the, I like the leaving open for interpretation. I like that. Uh, I like that sensation of, I like to meet an artist and find out that the song may not have even meant the same thing to them, <laughs> yeah. but they're always excited to find out that it means a lot to you. You know what I mean? And I'm sure you've experienced that before with uh, people coming up after your shows. Yeah, yeah. And I was wondering, as a producer, speaking of listening to other people's shows, uh, what is it like for you being so, uh, what's the word? I don't know if it's swamped in music in Burlington or <laughs> your, your life is certainly, uh, I would say, centered around music. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what is it like as someone who's always got their headphones on and has always got their hand close on the EQ? Who is? What is it like to go and be around music every day does it because i remember when i was in a filmmaking class they told you you're gonna this is gonna ruin all films for you because you're only gonna be looking at the lighting and you're only gonna be looking <laughs> at the camera movements you know what i mean yeah Do you feel that that like can you turn it off in your brain yeah i think i can you know there's definitely the urge to if something's like really off it's you know there's definitely my brain is like well <laughs> I, you know gotta turn down so they aren't feeding back but um also uh i i think 
yeah, I can kind of switch between two brains of like just enjoying it and being there in the moment and like experiencing some music. And then there, I think there's always a point where it goes between the two where I go to a show and I'm like, oh, listen to how they're like brought this band together and what each instrument is doing and how how the mixer is doing and how it's sounding in the room. And then there's a part of me that's like, okay, I've done that. Now it's time to like actually just listen to it and see how I feel about it. Nice. Um, yeah, and I think, it, you know, it's crazy because there's so much music going on. You, like, and the community is so great. You just like go into it and it's like, it's, you know, it's hard not to enjoy yourself when you're in it. Yeah, totally, totally. And I wonder, I mean, you've got a serious uh, track record of recordings behind you at this point, And I wonder what it's like to... Uh, <laughs> I wonder what it's like to to not only reflect on the ones that you've already recorded, but to uh, moving forward is, I mean, you're working on your new record right now, and I imagine you must be in a different, uh, something of a different mind space than you were when you did your first one. Is there <laughs> any, yeah. do you have to like, do you set rules for yourself? Is there like a, how do you, how do you efficiently do that? I mean, I've, yeah. I've been playing guitar for years and years and years and can't like, I can't get the songs done and I can't like finish mm. them. But what is what's the process like now compared to then? Is it is it the same amount of time or is it longer? Is it shorter? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm putting. Well, the first EP I released, it, I worked on it for like I wrote the songs like you know five years prior. Worked did a version of recordings like two years before I re, or like four years before I released it, and then like added layers on, edited it a ton, and then was like, oh, I hated what I did, and then went back from the beginning and like did it all over again so that one was a particularly long time um but now you know now when i do my recordings i think back then i was like just like i want to make a recording i want to do it as best as i can with the skills that i have and now that i know i can do that i'm going in and saying um you know i really want to make it sound as good as possible and picture of it like have a vision beforehand nice. and really execute on that and I think I've been able to do that more recently because yeah it's just more experience you know more time behind pro tools or right. uh, and the mic um learning you know mic technique and that kind of stuff um that's that's kind of yeah it's I guess I'd just say I've learned a lot more yeah now and bring all the experience in as opposed to like kind of half baking something and then being like okay i'll fix it later yeah. got it yeah so it's it went from something of just like a sheer like primal motivation to create to now like you're envisioning before you even get started you have a idea of what it's going to be like mm -hmm. interesting yeah yeah i think especially with this last album the approach was kind of like so when i was in california i was like make because it was so competitive and like there's a lot of pop going on for singer songwriters it was like oh how can i add electric drums and a bass and like make it sound like poppy and give it those like good hits and like now when i came and i was like i can't do that anymore that's not me it's not who i want to be and um how can i sit down and you know i want to do everything in front of a mic i, I don't want to do anything that i can't record myself and nice. so just like pure like things that i produce not like some electric keys or like or, or like some midi keyboard that's what i mean yeah right so. well i know we had a serious guest on rocket shop last week and i know you're talking to them i'll leave that as a mystery to anybody <laughs> who's about to listen to your music ooh. though because ooh, what could it be check out our facebook <laughs> <laughs> so uh ian steinberg music is where you can check out uh all the music and all the booking information to get ian uh, in your local space or in your 
local radio station or maybe even in your attic. I don't know. He's down for anything. <laughs> Would you uh, hit us with another song? We got a few more minutes here. Yeah, yeah. I, excuse me. I gotta, I gotta tune up real quick. You got it on 105.9 The Radiator, W O M M L P Burlington. Ian Steinberg is in the studio. He's gonna share one more track with us if you're just tuning in. Uh, so this is called Bad Luck. Just talked about it a little second ago, so I won't pun. Uh, I won't, you know be too obtuse about it. I'll just get into it. Jackrabbit robbing my scratch ticket Liggity split to the exit Don't look back Confound me, don't surround me I'm known to kick fits when the slick bitches snitch Whoa, luck running out again As a soldier I thought I told you Obey a command, now are you my man? Yes, general, my men were all memorable Sticking with each other even at their own funerals Whoa, luck running out again Out of this black hole Is there any way I can save my soul oh, I can save my soul Oh I can save my Bubbly bottle, clutching the throttle to be a role model. Got to get your head straight. Whoa, luck running out again. And this bench will become my bed to lay my head. Goddamn, I need rest. Dreams of war are at my door with a roaring score. Go lighting up the forest floor. Whoa, luck running out again. Is there any way? Out of this black hole Is there any way I can save my soul Oh, I can save my soul Oh, I can save my soul
That was Ian Steinberg live in the studio on 105.9 WOMMLP Burlington. So glad to have you on here finally. So glad <laughs> to hear your music again. It's certainly been a pleasure. Next up, we've got Clever Girls, who I had the pleasure of seeing with you, actually. Mm-hmm. How, how great. We're going to have them up next, and uh, stay tuned. And uh, also, if you'd like to check out this podcast online, check out BigHeavyWorld.com, and be sure to check out IanSteinbergMusic.com for a, a little bit more of what you just heard. Thanks so much, Jake.